Welcome to Healthy and Happy, a program sponsored by the East Jamaica Conference of Seventh-day Adventists and aired right here on NCUFM. It is your education and, of course, your wellness station. And we have so much in store for you this week, so we invite you to stay tuned. I'm your host, Adis Jonas Murphy. Thank you so very much for staying with us right here on Healthy and Happy. Yes, it is your education and, of course, your wellness station right here on NCU 91.1, 91.3, and, of course, 91.5. This evening, I am privileged to have in studio with me Shanice Paul. She is a nutrition advisor. As a matter of fact, we're going to be focusing on the topic understanding food groups. And just before we get into the interview with Shanice, there is some information that I would like to share with you. The effects of your eating habits are more important than you may realize. I mean, some of us take great care in fixing what we eat, especially now being COVID times. And, you know, we have much more time on our hands. We can spend a little more time preparing our meals. But every food that you eat has the potential to change your gut microbiome. Yes. According to a 2014 study in Nature, trillions of microorganisms reside in your digestive system. And the microbes that live in these communities are influenced by the food you and I eat every single day. Unhealthy diets can cause an imbalance in these microbial communities and allow too many of a certain type to live in your gastrointestinal tract. This can negatively impact digestion, metabolism, and cause diseases like inflammatory bowel disease because your gut is directly linked to your brain through a cranial nerve. Guess what? Your diet can even impact your mental health. Now, I mean, I found this information, this study in particular, so very enlightening. I just had to share it with you guys. Shanice, you're here with us in studio. You heard the little preamble a while ago. Um, what we eat pretty much contributes to who we are and it affects, you know, how we think. But let me shoot an easy question at you. Why is it important for us to eat a healthy diet, a balanced diet? So thank you for having me this evening. And to answer your question, why is it important to eat a healthy diet? Basically, we want to live long, prosperous, healthy lives. Mm -hmm. And the first step is to take care, take heed to what we put into our bodies. Mm -hmm. Right. And so our bodies need nourishment. And mm -hmm. in order to function daily, it needs certain fuel and our fuel comes from the foods that we eat mm -hmm. so if the food is good then we have great fuel <laughs> well naturally and if the food is bad we have poor fuel okay right so an understanding of food groups then it allows us to eat healthily we see the various food groups which will help us to have better diets but let us define this term we talk a lot about food groups food groups what what are food groups well food groups 
are just a collection of foods that have similar characteristics mm-hmm. or nutritional properties or biological classification. So there are food items that are grouped together mm-hmm. based on the benefit that they have to our body. And they must not be used interchangeably with nutrients because mm-hmm. food groups are different from nutrients. What was the distinction? There are six major food groups. We would get nutrients from the food groups. So they're okay. not the same. Mm-hmm. So the mm-hmm. six food groups would be the staples, Mm -hmm. And you would have your legumes, your food from animals, your fruits, vegetables, fats, and oils. And Mm -hmm. then we would get our nutrients Mm -hmm. from those food groups, which would be our carbohydrates, proteins, fats, Mm -hmm. vitamins, minerals. Oh, wonderful. How does an understanding of food groups help us with living a healthy life? All right. So each food group provides a range of nutrients, as I said, and all of them have a role Mm -hmm. in helping our body to function. So and it helps to protect us against some illnesses and they're just very essential to an overall healthy diet. Mm -hmm. So men, women, children, they all have different requirements Mm -hmm. for energy and nutrients based on age, their activity factor, and also definitely if you have any medical conditions. So understanding what the food groups have to offer Mm -hmm. will better enable you to you know, take in what's right for your body. Living a healthy lifestyle or eating a balanced diet then would mean that we are consuming foods from the different food groups at every meal. That is correct. Mercy. Wow. So macaroni and cheese is not a balanced diet. It would not be On complete. Its own. Right. <laughs> you would definitely aim uh-huh. to include all those food groups mm-hmm. at every meal. Okay, this is very interesting. I'm learning so much here. So breakfast, let's be practical. What do some of you eat for breakfast? Um, uh, Let me go to the American diet that Jamaicans eat. Some of you have um, toast bread, you know, with a cup of tea. That's not a complete meal. It's not a balanced diet based on what I'm hearing you say, Shanice. No, is it? So we are trying to have food from each food group. So staples. So you said toast bread. Mm -hmm. Toast. That would cover our staples section which would be the bread, mm-hmm. then you can have uh, something from our proteins or food from animals section, which would probably be like maybe an egg. So mm-hmm. we're making an egg sandwich maybe with toast. Mm-hmm. Toasted egg sandwich. Right. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. And then we can have a fruit with that. Mm-hmm. One or two fruits, maybe a banana, apple. Mm-hmm. And then we can have uh, the fats is a part of a healthy diet. It's just the amount and proportions that we use. So definitely mm-hmm. you probably maybe it would be a fry egg that day. You can yeah, either see. boil the egg, but it's there's no problem in frying the egg. Mm-hmm. Right. And that would cover there. And uh, basically you may have a balanced diet just like combining those mm-hmm. In one meal. But you mentioned fats, though. We have good fats and bad fats. But you mentioned frying the egg. Is that something that I'd want to take on every day, though, to, to fry my food? Right. So just like in everything in life, we have to have moderation and temperance, etc. Mm. So definitely we would not want to have fried foods every day. Mm-hmm. So we can look at different methods of preparing our meals. Mm-hmm. So as I said, instead of frying the egg, you can boil the egg or do different things to your different food from animal products. Mm-hmm. So there is saturated fat, unsaturated fat and mm-hmm. trans 
fats. Mm-hmm. So saturated fats are basically the fats that we we see in its solid form at room temperature, like butter or mm-hmm. the fatty substances inside of the meat. Mm-hmm. So animal products like you know chicken mm-hmm. would have the fat and beef and pork for those who indulge and (laughs) (laughs) but of course at different parts of the meat Mm -hmm. you would see that it would have less saturated fat so for example the breast would be less fatty Mm. etc so it's all about choosing the right cut of meat okay so so meat in and of itself is not necessarily it's not bad it's not bad no food is bad and then unsaturated fats now would be in the liquid form you know the oils the different Mm -hmm. oils liquid fat and even like in your dressing, like salad dressings mm-hmm. and so on. So coconut oil, palm oil, those different types of oil. What do you call the oil that comes off French fries and fried chicken? Like the oil you fry with. That would be unsaturated? That one would be more like the saturated Saturated fats, fats. That's what I was thinking. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it's more... It's more of the ones that we don't really want to consume consume a lot. Mm-hmm. So we're definitely limiting the saturated fats. So mm-hmm. and the trans fats too that are also found in our animal products and also mm-hmm. in like cookies and icing and those margarine and popcorn, like the microwave popcorn, those types of fats as mm-hmm. well. So when you look at the labels, you would see something like hydrogenated oils Mm. that would be an indication that it is trans fat Mm. so we're just trying to limit the saturated and trans fat Mm-hmm. Right. But I've heard that, you know, there there is good fat. I don't know if there's another um, term for good fat, but we have things like avocados. I've even heard too that aki has good fat. I, I don't know if that is true. What are some examples of good cholesterol that we should be consuming? As you mentioned before, avocado, it is a source of fat and it is something good that you can eat. We also can have nuts. Mm -hmm. So you would have uh, different nuts like almonds, peanuts, Mm -hmm. macadamia, Mm -hmm. hazelnuts, pecans, cashews, stuff Mm -hmm. like that, that we would buy. And also peanut butter is a good uh, substitute. I am so happy to hear that. (laughs) Right. And uh, different types of oils like Mm -hmm. olive oil, canola oil, even peanut oil Mm -hmm. and uh, sesame oils. So, you know, some of those we can explore. Mm-hmm. Okay, I see Eldavaz showing off with his fruit and nut over the other side of the screen. That's all right. No problem. So, if you're just tuning in, friends, you are listening to Healthy and Happy. And I'm having a discussion with Shanice Paul. She is a nutrition advisor or topic understanding food groups and we're looking at you know why it's so important to have a balanced diet we're looking at the six food groups as well for those who missed the beginning of the program Shanice could you just run through the five groups again and let us know delve a little bit more into it in terms of um, listing the the kinds of foods for each section and also their nutritional values there are six major food groups we have staples Fruits, vegetables, Mm -hmm. food from animals, legumes, fats, and oils. So for staples, we would have them in like three categories. So you'd have cereals or grains and then the byproducts of those like Mm -hmm. rye, wheat, barley. Mm -hmm. And they would make bread, flour, rice, Mm -hmm. and the starchy fruits like breadfruit Mm. and stuff like that and roots and tubers like our potatoes and yams Mm. and also another uh, starchy fruit would be like our green banana Mm. so all of those that make up most of the 
portion of what we eat would be our staples, mm-hmm. right? And so you have macaroni, cornmeal, oats, cornflakes, dasheen, all of those things mm-hmm. would be our staples. And these are an excellent source of carbohydrates, which is a nutrient that we get from staples mm-hmm. that provides us with quick energy that we need. Mm-hmm. They're broken down in our body and it's broken down into glucose, which in turn releases energy and mm-hmm. provides us with all of the energy that our body needs to function daily. Mm-hmm. Then we have fruits. We know our fruits, banana, apple, grapes, watermelons, so mm-hmm. on. These are excellent sources of vitamins and minerals and even dietary fiber Mm -hmm. same as vegetables as well and they help with growth repair of our body tissues and Mm -hmm. even to help with the healing of Mm -hmm. cuts and wounds Mm -hmm. and fiber is a very good substance to have because it's called fiber or roughage Mm -hmm. it cannot be digested by our bodies however it goes from our stomach to our small intestine to our colon and right out Mm -hmm. but what it does is help us with our bowel movements Mm -hmm. so you know for constipation it will help us to reduce the risk of certain cancers like colorectal cancer Mm -hmm. where it will reduce us having small pouches in our colon and you know with things building up Mm -hmm. it can cause a lot of complications and even so it gives us a feeling of fullness so it even helps with weight Oh wow! So when you feel full, you're not going to want to eat, mm-hmm. as it right? So fiber plays um, different roles as well, even though it's not digested in the body to, you know, be circulated right. in our blood, but it plays that role, mm-hmm. right? And vegetables, as I said, similar to the fruits, they also are rich in vitamins mm-hmm. and minerals and fiber. Mm-hmm. So it can help us to maintain our blood pressure, reduce our blood cholesterol, and lower our risk of heart disease and other diseases. And uh, food from animals, now we know them, our chicken and our organ meats like liver, kidney, Mm -hmm. fish, cheese as well, milk, goat, beef, egg, Mm -hmm. those things are food from animals. And these are excellent sources of protein, Mm. which is another nutrient that is very important. They also provide us with minerals as well, such as iron, zinc, magnesium, Mm. and so on. So what these do now, the protein to Mm. begin with, it's very important because our body is built up with protein, basically. It's a building block. Mm -hmm. So our hair, our nails, they are made up of protein. Our enzymes in our bodies, our hormones, Mm -hmm. and other chemicals are made up of protein. Mm. So it's an important building block for our bones, muscles, cartilage, skin, and blood. So definitely we would need to ensure that we have those sources of food so that we can have a proper build up of body, right? Muscle mass and so. What about peas and beans? Are those also in the protein lineup? Alright, so peas and beans, they do provide protein. So those would fall under the next food group, which would mm-hmm. be legumes. Oh. Right. Okay. So peas and beans and like and peanuts, nuts, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they would fall under So legumes. they're not proteins? They do provide proteins. Okay. okay. All right. So I would say um daily you can either have um, food from animal or legumes because they mm-hmm. provide they serve 
the same role providing okay. proteins the difference is that one has a higher protein quality than the other mm. so the higher protein quality would come from the food from animals mm-hmm. which are animal based mm-hmm. and the the legumes now are plant based so you know as it relates to vegetarians they would get most of their proteins from legumes because mm-hmm. they wouldn't consume food from animals. And we're going to talk portions a little bit later because I imagine the portion would have to be greater to achieve the same nutritional value, perhaps. It's just re- mixing the right um, food groups together mm-hmm. to get something that's equivalent to the food from animals protein. All right, And of course, we have another food group, which would be our fats and oils that I was speaking about earlier. Mm-hmm. This also provides us with energy. So our body takes energy in like an order so the first source of energy would be from our carbohydrates then our fats then our proteins mm-hmm. so we definitely need to continue feeding ourselves with carbohydrates but mm-hmm. if the body realizes that there is not enough mm-hmm. then it would start feeding on our fat storage and then the last resort would be our proteins mm-hmm. so fats really they give energy just like carbohydrates but a carbohydrates gives you a quick energy like on the go but for fats no it is more for the endurance type of energy mm-hmm. and it also supports cell growth and it provides the body with protection for the organs and keeps the body warm and it also helps to absorb some nutrients and also produce some hormones so fats whilst we say to reduce it it also plays a vital role in our body Water is not a food group or nutrient, but I'm just mentioning water because it's also very important um, along with our food groups. So it is helpful in our digestion, Mm -hmm. metabolism, and removal of waste products, etc. Many benefits of water. So just putting that there. Is there a certain time to drink water though, or we drink it just about any time and it's fine? Well, basically, we are advised to keep hydrated so when you feel (laughs) yeah for (laughs) those of you who didn't see that a while ago i just took up my bottle of water to have a sip you can continue right so when you feel the urge or you know continually sip sipping so there's no hard and fast rule for drinking water just ensure that you're keeping hydrated Okay, so we are understanding food groups. Um, I'm, I'm learning about the different food groups, the six food groups that exist. But, you know, there's another question that comes to mind, though. A lot of persons are wondering, okay, I know about the legumes, I know about the carbohydrates, I know about the, the, the fats, I know about the, the various groups, but how do I put them together to have a balanced meal. How much of each should I have? And so there's a word called portions that we're going to be delving into right now. At each sitting, how much is enough or how much is adequate for our bodies? I don't know if it is going to be dependent on our gender. Well, you did make reference to that earlier, but is it also dependent on our age? Like, do I need to be eating the same amount as my 55-year-old aunt? All right. So as it relates to the specific amount that each person would have. Mm-hmm. So, for example, in a meal plan, what happens is your required calories is calculated. For example, you went to a dietitian. Mm-hmm. Your requirements are calculated. All the calories you may need mm-hmm. for a day. <clears throat> when that is done, the food now is going to be distributed. So, for example, you realize that you're going to need 15 servings of staples. Mm-hmm. So, 
you're going to spread that across your day. So breakfast, lunch, dinner, and maybe snacks in between, supper. Mm-hmm. So for example, 15 we said, okay. So for breakfast, I'm going to say three. We're going to use three of those servings, three out of the 15. Sorry, just before you continue, what is a serving? Like wh- what kind of okay, so visual? Okay, so a serving is basically giving you an idea of uh, the total amount of what you're going to need. For this bottle, it says serving size one bottle. So that means that... All of the information, the total fat, the sodium, the carbs Mm -hmm. would relate to the one bottle. But then you have servings per container, which would say how many servings in a container. So so if it's two servings, that means that you have to multiply everything that is down at the bottom by two. Because all the information only goes for one bottle. It's better explained with visuals. Right. (laughs) I understand. (laughs) I understand. But um, as it relates to your meal prep mm-hmm. it is uh, for example one slice of bread would be a serving what what, what yes. like a big slice or a small just slice? like the regular <laughs> slice of bread that comes in your you know jamaicans love hard old bread still you know so for them like i'm just thinking of the hard old bread lovers that one slice may just be well, anyway i'm joking so for so to, to measure that you would use like the sliced bread then all right okay. so the size of the sliced bread yes that would be one serving so if you are going to make a sandwich for mm-hmm. example Two slices would be two servings of staple, oh, mm-hmm. all right? Because bread is a staple, mm-hmm. all right? So we said we're going to put three. So I would use the two slices of bread as my my servings of staple so that I'm left with one more for breakfast. I probably would make um, half cup of porridge. So I would use half cup of cornmeal and that mm-hmm. would be a serving. Half cup of cornmeal is a mm-hmm. serving, all right? So it, the servings differ based Mm. on the food item so right there i'm having a sandwich with a cup of caramel porridge basically Mm -hmm. and then i'm left three servings right so um that is three out of 15 already Mm -hmm. so i'm left with 12 servings and i'm going to divide that throughout the day so for snack i might use one of the serving of the staples Mm -hmm. and for lunch i might use two for dinner, I might use three in the form of rice. Mm-hmm. And half cup of rice mm-hmm. is a serving. So right. I would use one and a half cup. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting that you're going through this because what I've found is that uh, many times we don't eat according to the portions that we really should be eating. With. I mean, like, uh, you know, classic case. We're all, we're, many of us are Jamaicans listening to this, that, you know, you, you find a corner shop <laughs> and mm-hmm. the box pack up, you know, man, like only rice, a speck of vegetables and a ton of meat. And uh, we're like, hold on, hold on, hold on. But is this really a balanced diet, though, if you have excessive carbohydrates, limited um, representation of vegetables, and then, you know, um, this this large amount of protein represented? Normally, we would want to follow the food plate. We mm-hmm. used to use a pyramid, mm-hmm. but now it's a food plate. Okay. All right. So, and on the plate, the largest portion is our vegetable portion. Mercy. So, we would want our lunch or dinner to be looking like that, you know, mm-hmm. ideally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, the next part we'd, we would have following would be our staples. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it looks similar, but, you know, we try to get in those vegetables. Right. And then, of course, like a quarter of the plate would be our meat. 
or meets, <laughs> right? I'm sorry. Okay. I just recognize that how we've been doing it is just not the right way. So you're saying the smallest serving on our plate really should be the protein. So two pieces of chicken should really be probably one or half up. <laughs> well, okay. you know, it all depends how you portion it mm-hmm. throughout your day because supposedly you need to More have a certain is- amount of mm-hmm. proteins for the day. Once you achieve that, Mm -hmm. it shouldn't really matter. But what we're trying to do is at each sitting control the portions correctly because, you know, factors like weight management Mm -hmm. and stuff like that would come into play. Mm -hmm. So we just want to have more vegetables, a little less of our staples. That's like rice Mm -hmm. and so on. Mm -hmm. And then we have a quarter of our plate being the Mm -hmm. protein. I'm learning so much here. So what we're seeing is that uh, food groups help us to live better lives. I mean, if we apply the information on the food groups, you know, including foods from the the six food groups in our diet each and every single day at every meal, then we will live healthier lives by having balanced diets. But not only that, the portions are also critical serving sizes are also critical and knowing what your body requires each and every day we are out of time Shanice but how would you encourage persons who let's say are not able to afford items and this one is a real one because poverty really does exist it's a reality it's not a misnomer how would you encourage persons who are not able to consistently afford to purchase items from the six food groups to still eat optimally right and that is true because in reality um food costs provide a significant barrier for Mm -hmm. you know trying to live a healthier life but what i encourage persons to do if you cannot afford to get all of it Mm. at least try to get some of it and it should include your protein Mm -hmm. starch and veg so at least have your protein starch Mm -hmm. and veg so you could have your rice Mm -hmm. your meat whatever meat it is Mm -hmm. maybe chicken and have some vegetable and buy Mm. stuff like at the market, that is, that are cheaper, more affordable, like callaloo, pak chow, cabbage, right. stuff like that. You don't have to go out your way to get broccoli and all of those things. And you can put them with your meal mm-hmm. and buy, of course, the cheaper cuts of meat, as I was saying, more affordable. Mm-hmm. If you can buy the mixed parts, buy the whole chicken and cut it up yourself. Don't buy no deboned, this, that, that. You don't have to do that. You do it yourself and you make your one pot meals. And, you know, take it and turn fashion, if that's the mm-hmm. term. Mm-hmm. right and buy things that are in season and also buy them in the amounts that you know you'll use to reduce waste and spoilage thank you so very much Shanice Paul nutrition advisor I mean I am enlightened I want to thank you for taking time out of your schedule to be with us right here on healthy and happy we're gonna call you back you see because we're not done with this thing called food groups just yet but you've given us enough to can I say chew on? <laughs> mm-hmm. You've given us enough to chew on at least for this evening and uh, beyond. So thank you very much. And listeners, thank you too for tuning into NCFM 91.13 and 5. We hope you benefited greatly. And of course, feel free to send us an email at ejccommunications at gmail.com. Uh, let us know what you think about the program. Let us know if you have any questions or concerns to see how best we can address them. On behalf of our hardworking production team right here in studio, Elder Errol, Vaz, technical operator. I am Adis Jonas Murphy, wishing you God's richest blessings. See you next week, God's willing. Out of my mind.
Yeah, you gave me all the weapons, but it's still a fight. So help me maintain. Help me maintain. Yeah, I don't want to live in stress or fear. Cause it's getting crazier every day out here. All the love and peace you give to me, I hold so dear. So help me maintain. Help me maintain. Cause soon as I walk out the Sometimes I'm just not that smart But I desperately just want to be where you are And compared to a while ago, I've gotten far So help me maintain Help me maintain Different page. Help me maintain. Help me maintain all my joy. God, help me maintain all my peace. Help me maintain my sanity. Help me maintain my smile. Jesus, help me maintain my. Help me maintain. 